Hello and welcome to Armchair Detectives Wanted. This is our Unsolved Case Week, Episode 18, A Pig's Head, a case from Australia. Thank you for the taking the time to listen. Before we start, I will just issue a warning, this podcast may include content that some could find upsetting. It may also contain offensive language. As with all these cases, they are real life events, so please be aware that the crimes have had an impact on the family and friends of the victim. This is the murder of Jaden Raymond Leske. At the time of his death, he was just one year old. He was born on the 30th of April 1996 and died on the 15th of June 1997. He was the child of Brett Leske and Belinda Murphy. Jaden's body was recovered from Blue Rock Dam, about 20 kilometres from the town of Moe, on the 1st of January 1998 and the post-mortem confirmed he died of a head injury. We'll start by talking a bit about Jaden's background and his family. By the time Jaden was murdered, his parents had separated. His father had moved away to another state. Belinda, Jaden's mother, Jaden and his older sister were all residing in the town of Moe. Greg Domachewski, an unemployed mechanic, was a new boyfriend of Belinda and he was caring for Jaden at the time he disappeared. On the afternoon of Saturday the 14th of June, Greg, Belinda's boyfriend, went to her home address. He asked if he could look after Jaden for the afternoon. Belinda agreed as Greg had cared for him previously. She had also made arrangements to go out with her sister that evening. Greg collected Jaden and they returned to Greg's house together. During the afternoon and evening, Greg says he was working on a vehicle and Jaden was playing in the garden. While at the house, Jaden bumped his nose, which then began to bleed. Greg said he didn't see the accident, but cleaned Jaden's nose with a tissue. The bloodstained tissue was later recovered by police from Greg's bin. Analysis of the tissue confirmed the blood on it did in fact belong to Jaden. Later that evening, Jaden fell asleep on Greg's sofa. Before Greg went to collect Belinda from the evening out she was having with her sister, he phoned her at the hotel where she was drinking. Greg told Belinda that Jaden had been taken to Moe Hospital with a superficial burn. When collecting Belinda from the hotel, he then changed his story and stated that Jaden had been taken to Maryvale Hospital. Greg said this was because of the poor care offered at Moe Hospital. However, at the time, Maryvale Hospital was under construction and wasn't taking patients. Greg said he couldn't take Belinda to see Jaden as she was too drunk and would be refused access to the hospital. When Greg was questioned later by police about Jaden going to hospital, he said it was an ill-timed joke. At 2am, Greg goes to collect Belinda from Ryan's Hotel in the neighbouring town of Trollagon. This is about 20 minutes from Greg's home. He makes the decision to leave Jaden asleep on his couch. He collects Belinda, who is extremely intoxicated. They both arrive back at Greg's home address at about 3am. As Greg pulls onto his driveway, he notices that two of his front windows are smashed. To his surprise, he sees a pig's head on the grass outside one of the windows. He cautiously enters the property, believing someone may have thrown a Molotov cocktail at his home. A quick search reveals that Jaden is missing. Greg begins to panic. As Belinda is extremely intoxicated, 
he decides to take her home without telling her the child is missing. After dropping off Belinda, he returns home. On his journey, he is stopped by a traffic officer at 3.30am for a breath test. He passes the breath test but fails to notify the officer that the child is missing. He returns home to search for the child but cannot locate him. Greg says he thought the child had been kidnapped as a prank. He then decides to return to Belinda's and let her know what has happened. They both then make their way to the police station at 5am to report Jaden as missing. A police investigation is launched. Greg is obviously the number one suspect. Initially, there is confusion over why the windows have been smashed at Greg's home and why a pig's head is lying on the lawn. Further inquiries reveal a bizarre set of events. It transpired that Greg had previously been in a relationship with Yvonne Penfold. She had a brother named Kenny Penfold. During the relationship between Greg and Yvonne, Kenny had formed the opinion she had not been treated well by Greg. Kenny had a grudge against Greg. He decided to attend Greg's home address and throw a pig's head at the window. Kenny gathered a few friends to cause the damage. One of those was a male by the name of Tubby Hopkinson. They waited for Greg to leave. As he did so, they began to cause damage to his property. Two windows were shattered and the pig's head was left on the floor. This was designed as a warning to Greg. As Jaden had been reported missing, the police began a search of Greg's home. Jaden could not be located. The police seemed to form the impression that no unauthorised person had entered Greg's property. This was even though two windows had been smashed. The holes in the windows, though, did appear large enough to allow someone access. The police did not fingerprint the inside of the property and they failed to recover the clothing Greg was wearing at the time Jaden disappeared. It appears the police had in fact formulated the opinion that Greg was definitely responsible. As the police continued to search the house, they recovered $600 in a wallet from under the mattress of Greg's bed. This would be a significant factor as the investigation progressed. The police searched for 20 days. In fact, it was one of the most high-profile searches, but it failed to locate Jaden. They also placed Greg under surveillance, but that did not provide any tangible evidence or significant lines of inquiry. On the 16th of July, 1997, police believed they had sufficient circumstantial evidence to charge Greg Domachevsky. He was remanded to prison and awaiting trial. However, he maintained that he was innocent of all charges against him. On the 1st of January, 1998, the discovery of a child's body was made at Blue Rock Dam and it was later confirmed to be Jaden. He was found by a group of people enjoying a picnic. His body was found approximately 20 kilometres outside the town of Mo. The clothing and the body were recovered for a post-mortem and forensic examination. At the autopsy, it was discovered that Jaden had a broken arm. To see a photo of the x-ray, go to www.armchairdetectiveswanted.com The injury had been splintered with a piece of wood and wrapped in a bandage. Jaden had also suffered a trauma to the head. It was the injury to the head that caused the death of Jaden. He had also been weighed down in the dam by a large metal pole, and the police believed the pole belonged to Greg. Jaden was found wrapped in a sleeping bag. A baby's bib 
boots and bottle were also recovered nearby. Toxicology revealed Jaden had benzhexyl in his body, a prescribed drug, at the time of his death. Inconsistencies with evidence occurred when the clothing belonging to Jaden was forensically examined. The DNA belonging to a female rape victim was located on the bib belonging to Jaden. The only explanation for this was cross-contamination at the laboratory. The assistant director of the forensic team confirmed that a staff member received clothing from both cases just seven minutes apart. It is believed that the contamination occurred at this point. Unfortunately, this would be detrimental to any future DNA evidence which could help Jaden's case. It could now be shown that the items of clothing belonging to Jaden had been contaminated. Many theories about what happened to Jaden began to circulate, including satanic rituals fueled by the pig's head, and also the fact that Jaden had been kept alive for a period of time, as he appeared larger when his body was discovered. None of these theories were ever verified or given much credibility, as there wasn't sufficient evidence to support them. Greg had been charged prior to the discovery of Jaden's body. When Jaden was discovered in the dam, the wet cash and wallet recovered from Greg's home increased the police's view that Greg was definitely responsible for Jaden's murder. Police believed he had accidentally injured Jaden. He had then panicked, killed him and dumped him in the dam. Greg was placed on trial. A few witnesses came forward saying they had seen him behave aggressively towards Jaden. This included hitting him across the face and aggressively pushing him. It is also said that Greg locked Jaden in a dark room if he became frustrated with him. When called to give evidence, Belinda fully supported Greg, stating on numerous occasions he wasn't responsible. She also stated that she didn't recognise the clothing or sleeping bag that Jaden was wrapped in when he was found. This opens up the theory that he had been dressed in different clothing by the kidnapper. The police case hinged on circumstantial evidence. There were inconsistencies in the accounts given by Greg. The prosecution believed he had injured Jaden accidentally, then panicked and killed him. The police case was that after he had been stopped by the police for a breath test at 3.30am, he returned home to collect Jaden's body. He drove to the dam where he disposed of Jaden. Greg then made his way home to change his clothes. He hid the wet cash and wallet under his mattress. Greg went to collect Belinda from home before attending at the police station at 5am. The time available for this series of events is extremely limited. At the conclusion of the trial on 18th of December 1998, the jury returned the verdict not guilty against Greg Domachevsky. So, armchair detectives team, it's over to you. Here is what we know. Jaden died on the 15th of June 1997. The post-mortem confirmed Jaden died of a head injury. Greg Domachevsky was the new boyfriend of Belinda Murphy, the mother of Jaden. Greg was caring for the child on the day he disappeared. Greg in fact asked to look after Jaden that day. While in Greg's care, Jaden bumped his nose causing it to bleed according to Greg. Bloodstained tissue was recovered from Greg's bin. The blood on the tissue is confirmed as belonging to Jaden. Greg phoned Belinda and told her Jaden had been taken to hospital with a superficial burn. He told Belinda she couldn't see the child as she was too drunk. He said he'd taken the child to Maryvale Hospital, though at the time it wasn't accepting patients. 
He later said that Jaden hadn't been taken to hospital, it was a joke. At 2am he collects Belinda from the hotel leaving Jaden asleep on the sofa. They return to Greg's home at about 3am when Greg notices two of his windows are smashed and a pig's head on the grass outside. Greg searches his address to find Jaden missing. Greg takes Belinda home without telling her the child is missing. At 3.30am on his way back home he is stopped by police and breathalysed. He doesn't notify the officer about the missing child. At 5am after searching and failing to locate Jaden he returns to Belinda's and they go to the police. Greg's ex-girlfriend's brother Kenny Penfold admitted to the pig's head and smashing Greg's windows saying it was because Greg had treated his sister badly. Kenny did this with a friend named Tubby Hopkinson. Police failed to fingerprint Greg's house. The police had access to Greg's house couldn't be gained through the broken windows. Police recover a wallet and $600 which were wet from under Greg's mattress. Jaden's body is recovered on the 1st of January 1998 at Blue Rock Dam, 20km from Moe. Postmortem confirmed head trauma and broken arm. The, the arm had been wrapped in a bandage with a splint. Jaden was wrapped in a sleeping bag and a bottle and bib recovered close by. He had been weighed down with a metal pole. Toxicology also revealed he had Benzacol in his body, a prescribed drug. DNA of a female rape victim is found on Jaden's bib. The explanation was contamination in the forensic laboratory. Belinda said she didn't recognise clothes Jaden was recovered in. At the conclusion of the trial on the 18th of December 1998, the jury returned the verdict not guilty against Greg Domachevsky. Here is what we need to know. Who do you think killed Jaden? Why was he killed? Was this just a tragic accident? Why did Greg ask to look after Jaden? Was the bloody nose sustained by Jaden an accident? Why did Greg joke about Jaden going to hospital? And why did Greg leave Jaden on the sofa while he collected Belinda from her evening out? On returning home and finding the pig's head and two smashed windows and Jaden missing, Greg failed to tell Belinda. Why was this? Greg was stopped by police at 3.30am but did not report Jaden missing to the officer. Why? Were Kenny Penfold and Tubby Hopkinson involved in the kidnap and death of the child? Why did police form the impression access could not be gained to Greg's home through the smashed windows? Why didn't police fingerprint Greg's address? Why didn't they recover the clothing worn by Greg at the time of Jaden's disappearance? Why was Greg's wallet and $600 wet? These had been recovered under Greg's mattress. How was Jaden's arm broken? Who fixed the arm with a splint and wrapped it in a bandage? Who owns the pole that was used to weigh Jaden's body down? And why did Jaden have Ben's Hexel in his body at the time of his death? If the sleeping bag and clothing did not belong to Jaden, then who did they belong to? Did Greg have time to dispose of Jaden's body at the dam between the time he was stopped by police and reporting Jaden missing at the police station with Belinda? Are there any DNA opportunities on the child's clothing, the metal pole, the baby bottles? Could these now yield further DNA evidence? Have any future DNA opportunities been compromised due to the previous contamination at the forensic lab?
Someone knows who committed this murder. Someone has that vital piece of information. Don't forget to go to www.armchairdetectiveswanted.com where you will find photos and further information about the case. And please visit our Facebook page, Armchair Detectives Wanted, where you will be able to discuss your theories and views with other members. Week 18 of our scenario. You now arrest Jones as his hair has been found on the deceased. He is interviewed and makes no comment. What are you going to do with him? A. Release him with no further action. B. Release him on bail. C. Charge him. D. Obtain his DNA and fingerprints. Or E. Obtain a hair sample. Thank you for listening to Armchair Detectives Wanted. You are one of the team. Remember, don't just listen, be involved. We would really appreciate you recommending our podcast to others. And we look forward to you joining us next week for episode 19, A Victory for Science.